the envelope, please. And the Oscar for Best Picture is presented to... And the Oscar goes 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 to... Welcome to another episode of the Was It Good Enough Movie Review Podcast. And I wasn't sure how to do the introduction to this episode because it technically won't be a review. I was on the fence about making an episode to do with the Oscars, but I have decided to do it simply because I want it to, kind of. But I'm going to try not to rant. It's mainly just going to be, this is what happened. I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but we'll just get into it a little bit. First and foremost, the Oscars should be a place to celebrate film, to celebrate a craft, to, to, to basically separate them out. All of the sport leagues do this, NFL, MLB, soccer, everything. They always have a night. They go over MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, etc., So this is the same thing. It's just obviously not like that kind of sport. The point is it should be a festival to like get together and just examine who is the best actress, who is the best actor, who is the best director, who is the best writer, who is the best editor, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like we've lost our way with the Oscars. I used to be a fan of the Oscars, but I would say I have really just fallen out of love with them over the last five or six years because everything has gotten so political. I don't care what anyone's political view is. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, pro-president, against the president. It doesn't matter. It's not about that. I I do support using your platform to talk about something important to you. But when everyone is saying the same thing, it it, it really, it gets annoying. Like, so I'm not saying don't use your platform. But that night for this event, don't take away from the performances, especially to do with politics because that's getting so old. So having said that, I think they paid the price a lot because viewership was down and a lot of people pulled out in terms of having their commercials on the Oscars this year because of that. So this is not an Oscar rant episode. I just wanted to get all that out up front before we talk about it. So first and foremost, let's just jump into um, actor in a leading role. So in this one, Christian Bell for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. They were all nominated. Rami Malek won for Bohemian Rhapsody. And I believe I even forgot to say him in the nomination, sorry. So he was nominated for Bohemian Rhapsody where he portrayed Freddie Mercury, and he won. He did a great job. The movie was likable. It was popular. So I get what they're doing, but that's not what it's about. So Bradley Cooper or Christian Bell in my opinion, would have been better winners because Rami Malek did not even sing in the movie, which I believe takes a lot out of their performance. Like I said, I'm glad he won. I like him. I thought he nailed it in terms of his mannerisms and all that. But in terms of just a popular movie, I think that's why it got it because of what it represented on a political landscape and what it was in general. So like no offense to Rami Malek, but I do think Bradley Cooper probably should have won it the, the actor in a supporting role. And this one was an interesting. You have Mahershal Ali from Green Book, Adam Driver from Black Klansman, Sam Elliott from A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant from Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell from Vice. First of all, I don't even know why Sam Rockwell was on there because he was barely in the movie, in my opinion. I like Sam Rockwell, but I'm still not sure how he nabbed that. I believe someone else could have squeezed in for a nominee in that place. But Mahershal Ali won for this, and, and I do... I somewhat think that was deserved because I like Mahershala Ali, but Sam Elliott 
in my opinion, when you look at his body of work, you look at the movie that he was in, you look at his performance, he should have gotten it hands down. Mahershala Ali was good in The Green Book, but I also know for anyone who's seen The Green Book, it's carrying a lot of political weight as well. I'm glad Mahershala Ali won because he got an Oscar, but I do think that uh, Sam Elliott really should have gotten it when you look at his body of work because the Academy Award does that a lot. They will look at people's bodies of work and see what they've done and basically sometimes decided on that. That's not technically the way it should be, but sometimes that happens with older actors. So, yeah, Mahershala Ali wasn't undeserved. Let's just say that. Uh, he definitely should have got it um, more so than Rami Malek should have gotten it for Bohemian Rhapsody. Actress in a leading role, best decision of the night. There is only one other person who did almost as good a performance as Olivia Coleman did from The Favorite, which she's the winner. So I guess I should go and say that first. Olivia Coleman from The Favorite won. On my review of that, if you haven't listened to it, you should go check it out. She was hands down the best female performance of the year. She was phenomenal in the favorite. And uh, Glenn Close, I think, was a heavy favorite because I think she's been nominated seven times and never won. She got nominated for The Wife, Lady Gaga for A Star is Born, Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Yalitza Aparicio for Roma. And I probably butchered that name, and I'm sorry. But Olivia Coleman deserved it. Tony Collette was the other one that should have been nominated. I believe she should have been nominated and arguably could have won for her performance in Hereditary, but she didn't even get nominated. So that's a whole different thing. I kind of ranted about that uh, on my own episode a few months ago. But yeah, so Olivia Coleman went and was awesome. Actress in a supporting role, Rachel Wise from The Favorite, Emma Stone from The Favorite, Marina Day Tavira from Roma, Amy Adams from Vice, and Regina King from If Bill Street Could Talk. Honestly, this one was wide open. Any one of them deserved it. I've heard some people say Amy Adams didn't deserve to be nominated. That's in, that's so false. She was phenomenal in Vice. She went toe-to-toe with Christian Bell. Did a great job. Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone were so good in The Favorite. Like, they could have won this easily. So, Regina King, if Bill Street could talk, I have not had a chance to see that yet. But she looked amazing in the trailer. So, I'm sure it was very much so well-deserved. Animated feature film, hands down, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And not only did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse win for this, it could have gotten nominated for Best Picture, which is what we're going to get to in a few minutes. But uh, the nominees were Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. No idea why Ralph Breaks the Internet even got nominated. In my opinion, it is it was not that good. But Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was hands down deserved this. Like there was just, yeah, it, they, it really deserved a best picture category, but unfortunately they didn't get one. Cinematography, Roma, Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, A Star is Born. In my opinion, The Favorite deserved it. Roma got it. All these movies were beautiful. So I can't really say it was a bad pick. I mean, yeah, so Roma was beautifully shot, but the favorite was just, it was gorgeous. It was, it, tonally, it was perfect. Like everything about the way they shot it looked good. So yeah, so I, that one wasn't a big one. And uh, we'll just go over a couple more. Directing was a, was a surprise. So the nominees were Roma, Black Klansman, Cold War, The Favorite, and Vice. Now, my pick, hands down, was the favorite. Yorgos Lanthimos deserved it. It was a, an amazing movie, beautifully shot, so well acted, so well directed. The costumes were perfect. Everything about the movie was solid. 
It was in my top 10 of the year. If you haven't listened to that, you should check it out. So Roma won. I completely and utterly disagree with that. I do not think he deserved it in terms of when you look at the other films. No offense to Alfonso Cuaron, but the favorite should have gotten it. And honestly, Roma's not even my second choice because Black Klansman is my second choice. So I think Spike Lee made a phenomenal movie. So Roma won, but who knows? It was a Netflix movie. There's some other things that have come into play. So yeah, so I can't say it was a bad choice, but I can say I think the favorite deserved it more. And documentary, I mainly just want to say I'm super happy Free Solo won. I have not seen, well, I've seen one other one. There was RBG of Fathers and Sons, Minding the Gap, Hell County This Morning, This Evening, and Free Solo. And actually, I should say I've seen two of them. I've seen RBG, you know, Minding the Gap. Free Solo was perfect, also in my top 10 of the year. I reviewed it a couple episodes ago. Go listen to that if you haven't. But it was absolutely perfect. It was it was everything a documentary should be, and I'm glad they won. It was very... Uh, deserve for that. And um, there's two other ones that I want to look at. Film editing, which I know is weird. Like, who cares about editing? But I think when you look at editing, film editing and cinematography are pretty important. Editing decides what goes in, what comes out, and how a movie flows. Which, if you've watched the movie that was clunky or messy and some things didn't mesh up and you don't, you can't quite put your finger on it, it's editing 99% of the time. So it's very important. Editing, I completely and utterly disagree with. Once again, the nominees are Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, The Favorite, Green Book, and Vice. John Ottman won for Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know why Bohemian Rhapsody is getting that much love. Like I said, it was a solid movie, but it was just a popular, fun movie. It wasn't anything too powerful. It felt pretty shallow. It was definitely a surface-level movie. I would, I would once again, Black Klansman are The Favorite. Either one of them could have won. I think Vice was a little too all over the place and a little too flashy almost. Um, but the favorite in Black Klan has been heavily dependent on pacing and structure. I think either one of them could have won. Just the weird one is some of the some of the sound awards, like sound editing and sound mixing, went to Bohemian Rhapsody, and it makes no sense. Like that's just a couple of things. Like I don't know why Bohemian Rhapsody got so much love. Like sound mixing could have easily went to A Star Is Born or First Man. But sound editing by far should have gone to A Quiet Place because it was actually a character in the movie. If you've seen A Quiet Place, you know the sound is a character that actually exists in the movie that that pulls you in. So it was much more important in that film than any other film. That was just one thing. But the big one that I kind of wanted to touch on before I close this one down is Best Picture. Best Picture nominees are Vice, A Star is Born, Roma, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, Black Panther, and Green Book. I've already said Black Panther didn't deserve to be there, not from a negative point of view because it wasn't a bad movie, but when you look at the movies that came out last year, it's the third best comic book movie. Infinity War and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse are both better than that movie. So I understand the social significance, and I'm not downplaying that or belittling that in any way, but it still didn't deserve to take that spot when you had those two out there. Infinity War got no love. Don't understand that. I'm honestly a little halfway, I'm I'm surprised Bohemian Rhapsody didn't win this because apparently it was beloved by the Academy. So it is what it is. But the winner was Green Book. And I have a huge problem with Green Book winning Best Picture. I know some people are saying, 
well, who who else got who else should get it because Vice is super political and the favorite wasn't as like well loved because it wasn't as fa- popular. Black Klansman is too divisive. So that's why I'm thinking Bohemian Rhapsody would have been a safe choice, but instead they kind of pander to the Green Book. And I liked the movie, so don't take this as me insulting or belittling the movie, but it was not like when you look at the thoughtfulness of it. It's just one of those movies that's going to be plagued by issues. Don Shirley, the the, the family, I believe as Dr. Shirley will say, they did not care for the story. They thought it was poorly done. And, and honestly, when you watch the movie, it's almost about a white dude who is basically showing us how racism is wrong and he's kind of the hero of the movie. It's all a really weird structure. Like the way they did that movie, it's like they put Shirley in the background and Vigo up front. And the movie just had some issues. It was tone deaf on a few things. And I did address some of those in my review when I reviewed it a couple of months ago. And I'm saying this while I'm admitting I liked the movie because I did. It's a very likable movie. It's a crowd pleaser, but it did not deserve best picture. In my opinion, I have I have no idea why A Star is Born didn't win. That was a super beloved movie. It's from a nice solid history. This is the fourth remake, I believe. And honestly, they have shown that they loved Roma. But I mean, in my opinion, of all the movies listed, the favorite should have won, like if it was me picking. But I understand where the Academy was coming from, kind of. But I would give it to Black Klansman before I gave it to Green Book. If you're going to pick a movie based on political layout and political landscapes, Black Klansman should have won over Green Book if you're looking at it from that perspective. But as I said, this is about film. So don't look at it from that perspective and look at it from a movie's perspective. And the Green Book is a weak movie. It just, it is weak structurally when you look at it. It's likable and it's a crowd pleaser, but so is Bohemian Rhapsody. And that movie is structurally weak. That movie is is messed up on a tone level. So like I said, I don't know, but that's just my two cent. I wasn't going to make this and then I decided I would because why not? I mean, I love movies. This is a movie review podcast. So I figured we'll take a break from the review and just talk about film So I guess we'll call this one the Oscar special. So anyway, thanks for listening to me talk about the Oscars for the last 15 minutes. And uh, I will be back to you guys with a review probably early next week. But aside from that, have a great weekend and I will talk to you later.